Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We have a real treat today. Uh, really pleased to have joining us uh, Maiden Voyage in the studio. Uh, first time into Utah, Representative Chip Roy from Texas. Uh, is in the house today, and uh, Congressman, uh, I used to just call you Chief, but uh, we'll call you Congressman now. Uh, welcome to the Beehive State, and appreciate you coming in. Well, you and I go uh, back so far. You call me Chip, and you know that, and it's great to be in Utah. Really, it's just it's it's a delight. It's been a long, long time coming, but uh, you know, my legislative director grew up here, grew up in Salt Lake City, went to the University of Utah, and uh, uh, she's wonderful, wonderful to work with my team. I've got a great team, and. And I'm here, as you know, I'm here to help uh, help my good friend, Senator Mike Lee. That's why I came to Utah. Uh, spent a great time on Saturday with some of our colleagues, with Mike, uh, with uh, the Utah delegation, and uh, make sure that we return one of the finest human beings that I've ever known and that I've certainly that is representing folks in Washington back to the U.S. Senate. Yeah, and you got a good Utah football game in Oh, man, uh, we, got, we got over there. And, uh, you know, it's, if I couldn't be at a Texas or A&M game, it was great to be there. And, uh, man, that, it was, that place was hopping. Yeah, it was definitely hopping. Well, let's go to the, uh, the balance of power, uh, obviously, in the House of Representatives. Is going to be close and tight, and uh, there are real issues, and we've been trying to focus on what are the principles and the policies that are going to make the difference, and obviously the one that is impacting every American, I'm sure you're seeing it in the state of Texas as well, is inflation uh, and those costs, that burden on the American people. Well, I can tell you it's certainly uh, one of the things that's front and center for the people I represent in central Texas outside of Austin, San Antonio. Uh, I know it's hitting people here in Utah. I've been talking to them. And uh, it's it's something that was uh, largely avoidable. But as, uh, you know, great economist Milton Friedman said, I mean, the great cause of inflation, it's government. Yeah. And that's what's happening. When the government dumps $5 trillion into the economy, what's going to happen? Inflation. Yeah. And we're seeing it, unfortunately, in real time as an experiment uh, that I, I hope people now get that when you do that, there are consequences. Uh, and the and then the energy regulation, right? The, the the extent to which we are clamping down on our great asset, this God given natural resource that we have, that we can certainly find ways to use and use responsibly, but to make sure that we can tap that so that people have abundant, reliable energy, so that grids stay up and people can afford gas to be able to go to work. We are doing two things at once: spend money we don't have and not open up American oil and gas. And as a result, you have massive inflation, restraint on our economy and endangering us and, and, frankly, empowering some of our adversaries around the world. Neither of those policies make sense. Uh, I hope that the balance of power shifts in November and we're able to change those. Yeah. In fact, I, I want to go to something uh, your uh, colleague, Representative Chris Stewart, I actually got to moderate the debate uh, for the 2nd Congressional District on Friday. And one of the students at Southern Utah University, uh, we were talking about green energy and the climate mm-hmm. and stewardship of the land. Uh, and this student asked, I thought was the question of the night, and talked about if we want renewable, if we want cr- clean electric cars, uh, there's a whole lot of minerals that are required, and there's a sure. whole lot of fossil fuels that need to be used. And so we have to have an honest conversation. Uh, his question was about mining. What does that mean for mining in the state of Utah? Uh, and I know that's something that, uh, from the Energy Committee that you've uh, done a lot of work on. Well, there's no question. Uh, and obviously, mining is a big uh, a big business here in Utah, but it also raises questions, right, yeah. about what you're doing to this great beauty that we have. And there's a balance to be struck. But here's some facts that I think are really important. Uh, China today has 1,100 coal-fired plants. Mm. We have 250. China is building one coal-fired plant a week. We're building none. Now, okay, you say, well, that's a good thing. Yeah, 
But are we building enough natural gas? Right. Are we building the nuclear plants, whether they're the small modern ones or the sort of older ones? Um, no, we're not. And if you don't want emissions, then you could produce nuclear power. Do people talk about when you plug in your Tesla that you're using uh, – certainly if you have two Teslas plugged in at your house, you're using basically the same as your air conditioning unit or heating uh, throughout the year. So you're doubling your power. People think, oh, it's free. Isn't this great? It's like unicorns and butterflies. <laughs> it's like, hold on a second. There are consequences to this. Yeah. None of us want to walk outside to have uh, an environment that's dirty. None of us want to have repercussions of you know, uh, you know, climate impacts for, from human activity. But we all want to have human flourishing. Yeah. We all want to be able to deal with the climate. And if you look at hurricanes, if you look at heat, if you look at uh, the snow and the cold, uh, we're able to manage our climate by having abundant, reliable energy. And we're undermining that, frankly, in the false name of something that is, is, is kind of fantasy. And we're feeling it now. People yeah. are feeling it. And I hope they recognize that in November. Yeah, got to have that uh, kind of real conversation in terms of uh, all the ramifications and uh, and what's being done in in coal-fired plants in China or minerals that are like cobalt that are being uh, pulled out of the ground in, in Africa uh, in not the cleanest and greenest fashion, to, to be sure. I want to go to something that I know is uh, close to, to your constituents, and that is dealing with immigration. Uh, obviously, what's happening at the southern border is a big issue. We've been trying to frame it in terms of getting past the, the fake fight and the false choice of it all. Uh, and so the question to you, Representative uh, Roy, is – can we can we have rule of law and compassion and prove out that those are actually compatible principles? Yeah, it's such an important question. It's the question, right? As the um, United States of America, we want our doors to be open. We want people to be able to come here and and uh, you know extricate themselves from an environment that is inhospitable to freedom or prosperity, particularly when they're being persecuted. Yeah. Uh, but we also have to defend the rule of law because that's why so many people come here. The rule of law is really what sets us apart. When you talk about the people, when I talk to people, when I go down to the Rio Grande and I talk to people coming here, right? they want order. They want what you can expect and get the benefit of your work and labor, which requires the rule of law, not cartels, not open borders, not lawlessness. And today, this administration is literally refusing to secure the border. I know we're pretty removed from it here. Yeah. I'm about 100 miles from it at my southwest edge of the district I represent. I go there about once a month. I go meet with Border Patrol agents. I go down to the river. I talk to people coming across. Right now today, there's a facility in Eagle Pass, Texas, that's four acres, tent facility, and they're processing 1,200 to 1,500 people a day, very few of whom are claiming asylum. They're just being processed, released into the United States because this administration has said, we're just going to process you. That's no way to do things. People are getting hurt. In San Antonio, where I live, 53 human beings basically cooked in a tractor trailer. These are 53 migrants, the sex trafficking trade, the extent to which you have um, stash houses in San Antonio and Houston where people are getting harmed, and then the fentanyl pouring into our communities. Boyd, 72,000 Americans died from fentanyl poisonings last year. That's more than we lost in American casualties in the entirety of the Vietnam War. Wow. The rule of law matters. Security matters. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to take a mention of, uh, of Mike Lee having spent time doing his mission work in South Texas. Uh, he knows the Rio Grande Valley. He knows the border. He knows what security should look like from a compassionate standpoint. Uh, and he's worked very hard on this issue. He's worked very hard on balancing that, importantly, for the people in Utah in terms of the immigration needs. Um, and he's also worked really hard to protect us from uh, our privacy with the Patriot Act and some of the FISA issues and those things. Security 
security matters, and we got to have people in Washington that will stand up to secure our lives. Yeah. Uh, finally, is uh, before I let you go, Congressman, uh, and again, we appreciate you stopping in during your uh, swing through Utah, uh, is to, to look at uh, how things are done in Washington. Uh, you've been one of those who uh, I think has uh, joined the uh, equal opportunity offender uh, crowd when it comes to spending. Uh, and the fact that we are $31 trillion in debt, interest rates going up, our interest payment will sh- soon be more than what we spend on defense or Medicaid. Uh, how do we get past that, uh, not conflict, but collusion uh, when it comes to spending uh, in the House and in the Senate. Oh, ma'am, I need to come back and do an hour-long <laughs> segment if you want to talk about that. But when we were talking about $31 trillion. Um, when I ran for office five years ago, it was $21 trillion. And here we sit, and now, now we've got interest rates going up. We are getting to the place of unsustainability, and we're going to see the consequences of that in terms of the stability of our dollar, the strength of our government, how you can fund defense at the same time as we try to figure out how to maintain our commitments under Social Security and Medicare. So the reality is this. We are spending money we don't have. We're causing inflation with it because people in Washington refuse to sit down and do the hard work of making the tough choices that families in Utah and families in Texas, businesses in Utah, businesses in Texas have to do every day. And we should stop that. I'm happy to go offend both sides of the aisle every single day that I'm there. I would note that, that my friend Mike Lee does the same thing. We, we're a thorn in the side to those who on both sides of the aisle refuse to do the hard work of governing. We shouldn't have proxy voting where people don't show up to do their job. We shouldn't have situations where I can't offer an amendment on the floor of the House of Representatives as a person who represents 750,000 Texans. But here's the main point I want everybody to consider. It's not just the debt. It's that you're funding a government that's interfering with your liberty and your ability to prosper. You're funding a government, an FBI that's going after a dad who protested at a pro-life or I'm sorry, at an abortion facility in in Philadelphia. You're funding a FBI that, that went after a dad who uh, dared challenge a school board and he got labeled a domestic terrorist. You're funding a DHS that's allowing 100 people on the terrorist watch list to come into our southern border and fentanyl to come in and kill our kids in our schools. This is stuff we can stop if we stop writing a blank check to a bureaucracy that is undermining the very liberty that made Utah great, the very liberty that made Texas great, and certainly the liberty that makes this nation the greatest country in the history of the world. 2026 is right around the corner. Our nation turns 250 years old yeah. on July 2nd, 2026. Mm. What are we going to leave for our kids and grandkids? That's what this is all about. Yeah, and that's why we love to have you on. Uh, Texas 21 is uh, represented very well. Chip Roy uh, proudly representing uh, Texas 21 in the House of Representatives back in Washington, D.C., swinging through the state of Utah. Uh, always great to see you, sir, and uh, we will have you back on again. We'll have a deep dive on, on some of this uh, spending madness uh, coming up in the, the days ahead. Happy to do it, Boyd. God bless you all. All right. Uh, we'll step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, more inside sources here on KSL News Radio. Stick around.